Modingo, and with me, with a can of O2, is Brody. What's up, bro? <laughs> yep, I got my O2. Trying to recover here, Mo. <laughs> I'm up. I'm down there dying. Mo's up here sleeping. Yeah, I was up uh, in the loft editing some podcasts, and apparently Brody was yelling at me because he was dying on the floor. <laughs> now, what is it you did again? It's well, it started out with <laughs> I worked up to my ninety percent clean. It hit double, and then uh, went and. I was going to do a quick workout. So it's 21.15.9, um, cow bike, hang power cleans at 165 GHD. And I walked back to my bar and like, all right, that's not enough. So I went, went back up to the whiteboard, went 21.15.9.6.3. And I got back to my barbell. I was getting ready to start. And I'm like, stop being a bitch. This is not what you would program for everybody else. <laughs> so I went back up and I went 21.15.9.6.3.21. And I knew putting that 21 in the end, that was it, man. It was the... the that was the coffin? That was you know how the coffin? It, like, you're like, 963 is nothing. And then uh, you just, you, cr- you know, you crank it through the last, you know, quick reps on the bike. And then you know what's coming, that 21. <laughs> and it's like, at the end of the workout, you know, it's your 75th calorie. You're like, <laughs> Just, you know. But, you know, it's just, I think that... Uh, sometimes we can find the easy way out. <laughs> yeah. And we could, I could have done 21.15.9. No one had known. Mm-hmm. I could have done 21.15.9.6.3. No one had known. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but I would have. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it's about is I knew the 21, adding that on the end, was going to make it a little bit more spicy. Yeah. Because honestly, after the threes, I'd have been, 9.6.3 is nothing on mm-hmm. that. And, but uh, um, yeah, the 70, finish out your 75th rep on the GHDs, the hanging power cleans, and definitely the bike. Uh, spiced it up. Puts just a little here. extra on the end. Yeah, uh, but I was yelling for Mo up here. I was like, Mo! And he wasn't responding. Here, here I am up here. Just click, I was, click, click, yeah. click, 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 I was hoping he'd come down and be like, hey, bro, I got to get going if you want to start recording. I'd be like, oh, you're right. I'll just sacrifice, <laughs> you know, these 21s, no problem. <laughs> Blame it on Mo. Sorry, my bad. But I got it done. Yeah. I, I was diligently editing uh, our shows. One Thank, job. Yeah, one job. That's all I got. <laughs> Thank you for all the likes and those subscriptions that we asked for. Really appreciate that stuff. Also, the comments. We really dig those. I don't think you guys truly understand like how much time we spend talking about the feedback that you guys give us to try and create more shows for you. Yeah, I think it's... We were talking earlier today. Mo's been here all day. And um, <clears throat> I think we were talking... The direction of this podcast went from <laughs> what Mo was thinking to the polar opposite, <laughs> not in a bad way, no, but no. just in the thoughts of he was thinking once a month, yeah, and um, you know, and then we started talking back and forth, and it just it's already taken its own li- life of its own, mm-hmm. and then and really the to be honest with you guys, the only thing we really had planned is doing those ten episodes at launch. Mm-hmm. And then almost immediately after that, you guys are what has driven the direction that we're going. Right, because we, we've only tapped into a couple topics that we have listed. Had, had yeah. listed and we had six months worth. And yeah. <laughs> um, But some of the stuff that you, they brought up is stuff that we kind of had in there, mm-hmm. just a little bit different. Um, but I think that's cool because 
Um, I think it keeps Mo and I both inspired. We know Absolutely. The, the feedback that we're getting from you guys is because you are listening and you're kind of taking hold of what the podcast and what podcasts can actually be. Yeah, you guys are taking ownership of it. Right, and I think what's unique about ours over others is if you listen to any other podcast, they're not going to let you dictate the topics. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, you I, know, I guess you're right. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to be like, Oh, okay. I'll just do what they said. But maybe it's cause they have like, you know, a hundred thousand followers, well, that too. Yeah. but still, I don't care if we had a hundred thousand followers, I would still, still listen. listen. And yeah. so would you, because I think that's what kind of has made us, um, get a little bit of traction, mm-hmm. not only in, in our local community, but abroad, mm-hmm. except for Michigan. And, um, <laughs> Maybe Michigan ain't listening because I keep dogging them, but maybe no. Um, but I think that's what's cool is they kind of they've taken ownership of and being proud of the the podcast, and mm-hmm. I can't wait till we get to release our shirts. Yes, <laughs> it's gonna be sick. Sweet, I didn't even know about the shirts. Yeah, we're doing them <laughs> sometime. Sweet. <clears throat> so today's topic, uh, after Bro got done with that horrible, horrible workout, we were just sort of <laughs> sitting, just chit chatting about the things you guys have told us and some of the subtext of the th- comments that we've heard and broke through this idea. I mean, I, I think, how did it start? You asked me what my, what my friend was. Well, no, it started with, I told Mo I had a call to action mm-hmm. that I wanted to bring up. And uh, we'll do that at the end here. And usually Mo will do the call to action at the very end, subscribe, like comment, mm-hmm. and we'll give you maybe something to try or whatever. And um, I came up and I said, I have a call to action I'd like to put in today. He asked what it was. And I'm like, um, I just won't say anything until the end so you can kind of run with it. And he starts laughing because he thinks it's probably going to be messed up. <laughs> but <laughs> it really wasn't. It was something that um, I think too often, and that's what, where this topic kind of, and, and that's why I brought it up to Mo. I said, maybe, well, maybe we can make this a topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, too often we get attached to what our times are for workouts or what our score is for workouts. And we instantly put ourselves down because we felt we could have done better, Mm -hmm. right? So if we have a task on the whiteboard and then we achieve it and we have a clock, first thing we do when we finish, we look at the damn clock, Mm -hmm. right? We want to know our time, right? So instantly we're like, man, I could have done that faster, right? So your, your satisfaction that you should be getting out of accomplishing something that you just completed is gone. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, like today's workout, I just didn't use it. I didn't use the clock. I didn't care. I had a task. I didn't care about my clock. I don't, I didn't care about anything. And, um, you should, I put something on the whiteboard. I need to get my endurance back up. Okay. Cause I, I'm not in the best shape. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of competition coming up. So, um, uh, I wanted to work on my core. So I took something, two things that, you know, I wanted to work on GHDs and bike. And then I had my bar out for clean. So I threw the cleans in the middle and then I did the workout. Mm-hmm. I did, I accomplished things, 75 reps of each. I accomplished three things I really wanted to do, two things I really need to work on. And even though how it sucked, it, it's something I felt good about because I accomplished it. I didn't have a time. I didn't have a score. Mm-hmm. I finished and I feel good about that because it doesn't matter what my time was. It d- just doesn't. Absolutely. And so this episode is going to be titled, It's All About You. Right. It is all about you. So when bro came up with that, that question about the call to action, 
uh, it was odd because I immediately did what he expected that a normal athlete would do. Yeah, I asked, I said, Mo, okay, what's your Fran time? And the first thing I said is, well, I do Fran with 75 pounds because... And there you go. And I, I was already making qualified statements. Right, and that's exactly... That's, that's so stupid, right? Because... I didn't, I was being sincere as in, okay, what is your friend time? Mm -hmm. Right. Just, I was going to use it as a, as a, like a, a platform to start talking about this topic. Mm -hmm. And the first thing he does, well, I only do it at 75 pounds. Well, what do you mean you only do it at 75 pounds here? That's the problem is he, if he had said uh, four minutes, which is what his time is, I'm like, oh, cool. He said at 75 pounds. Mm -hmm. That's perfectly fine. I, I truly believe that if you do Fran under five minutes, no matter your load, you're going to get the, the uh, stimulus of the workout. You know, if we start creeping to that eight to 10 minutes, you lose that stimulus mm -hmm. of what Fran should feel like. So it doesn't matter on your load. It doesn't matter on anything. If you get that under five, like I, I know what that feels like, mm -hmm. you know? And, you know, uh, Jenna has a, like a two, two minute Fran, mm -hmm. and she, looks like I look like, and mm -hmm. I don't have a two-minute friend. Yeah, a, a pile. A pile. At the end yeah, of it, yeah. yeah. And that's just the, and as soon as he did that, I'm like, there you go. That's that's what everybody does. And I, I jokingly, it's so stupid. It's like, you know, you start talking to someone who does a CrossFit, and they're like, what's your friend time? I'm like, what's your bench? Yeah. Like, it's so stupid. Yeah. What's your bench, bro? And I think <laughs> back in the day, that was kind of yeah. like a normal kind of behavioral trait is you meet someone oh you do crossfit oh what's your friend what's your murph you like know? stop puffing your chest up dude. it's like being like, back in high school and say oh what is bench which yeah. back squat <laughs> you know shut up like shut up it's like it's dumb like yeah. what i don't i hate that i hate when people start asking and i'll tell them my times but i think it's dumb because it doesn't matter what my time is i completed the task mm -hmm. and it sucked and i gave it my all mm -hmm. so no matter the workout that i do it doesn't matter what my time is. You know, there's certain times you may fall off, maybe out of shape, or mm -hmm. maybe you're injured and you had to modify certain things. It takes a little bit longer. But if I am fully healthy and I attack a workout to my fullest, it doesn't matter my time because mm -hmm. it sucked. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter most Karen and my Karen time. Because if we go as hard as we can, it sucks. And that's yeah. what the topic should be. Is like the relationship in CrossFit to me is, yeah, we can all, we all can share and relate certain things because we all do a lot of the same workouts mm -hmm. or same type of movements. And we know what kind of couplets suck, deadlifts and box jumps. We know that <laughs> sucks, right? And we can kind of talk about, it doesn't matter the rep scheme. It doesn't matter the load. It doesn't matter anything. It's that combination sucks yeah. no matter what. And yeah, it doesn't absolutely. matter how fast you go. It doesn't matter. It sucks. And we can have that common ground. But when you start, it's just like this new trend, newer trend that I'm seeing. It's like, what's your times? Like, doesn't matter. Like, mm -hmm. I finished it. You finished it. It's it's cool. Let's talk about beer or something. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you think we as a collective kind of get fixated on this stuff? I mean, does it go back to like, like I just said in the gym in high school, what's your bench, mm -hmm. you know, or what's your 40 time when I was in football or how many times can you bench 225? You know, again, going back to the football analogy, you know, what's your fastball? What's your change up? You know, I think, Maybe is it something that we have grown up with that need to compare and, and compete in a certain way? I think I look at more of like some people's trying to, or most of the time they're trying to set their precedence as, a, as an athlete. Like, mm -hmm. I don't care. Like, just because you would bench more than me or your friends faster than me doesn't mean you're better than me. And it's like that instant, like, 
I don't know, trying to size people up dominance of, of the conversation. Like it doesn't matter. I can, I'll, I'll beat your ass. <laughs> like, I don't care what your friend time is, dude. I'm going to, I can, I'm going to shoot in. I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to slam your head into the ground. So I don't care what you bench. Cause it doesn't matter. Your, yeah. your head bounces off the floor yeah. just as easy as if you bench 400 pounds, if you bench 25 pounds, <laughs> like it doesn't matter. So I, I just, I think it's sort of this, like, you know, it's it's just stupid, and I don't know where where it came from. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe some people use it as a, a topic starter, but mm-hmm. I, I hate I hate hearing it, and I hate seeing some of our athletes get messages, especially during the open. Like, what'd you score? Like, yeah. does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> like, what what does it matter? Why you you haven't messaged me all year? Now you want to know? Now, you, you, know now you care about me? Yeah. No, you don't. This is stupid, and I don't know where it came from. I just I would like to I would like for it to end. It's probably it probably won't, but. It is what it is. But I think it extends outside the gym. You know, like how big is your house? How fast yeah, is your car? Yeah, you're right, man. Maybe you it's know. us as people, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we take that and do CrossFit and then it transfers to... And then even like when you take, well, I'm a size this or, you know, or I have this uh, brand of, of shoe or, you know, my iPad you know, has this much data storage in it. <laughs> right. You have a 64 gig? What? Come yeah. on. Like, I don't care. It works. Like, I get done what I need to get done okay, you can store more pictures and videos. Like, does it matter? That's, like, just, that's just more stuff you have yeah, on there. Yeah. Your capacity is better than mine. What do you want? Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, it, or if, I'm, if I'm coaching you as an athlete, then we can start really getting to where we need to. Times kind of matter because we have to get improvements and things like that. I have to have data and comparisons. So, and that's a personal conversation. That's not something Absolutely, I'm, you don't I, do that at the whiteboard. No, and yeah. I don't, and honestly, I don't talk to my athletes typically out in the open mm-hmm. in front of other members because believe it or not, they're very insecure about um, where they're at and their times and where, where their fitness level is mm-hmm. because, you know, honestly, <laughs> your higher end athletes are probably a little bit more insecure than someone who isn't as elite as they are mm-hmm. in fitness. So, And then like we mentioned before, when you get to that um, level of, uh, of fitness, your gains are so much smaller Mm-hmm. Than you know those beginner gains, those gains you get in the first three years, right? Or sometimes you got to take a step back. You know, it. You get when you're across it for a while, and if you're on the competitive side of it, and and you want to make something you know more out of CrossFit than the general physical stuff, um, you know your your volume goes up, your mm-hmm. training goes up, and then the chance to become injured goes up. goes up as well. Because yeah. any any sport high end. Uh, the more you train, the more vulnerable you are to injury. And it doesn't matter how much precaution you take for mobility, stretching, whatever. You just catch something wrong sometimes. And, mm-hmm. and it's not, you know, CrossFit gets knacked. Oh, you guys train too much. No, we, tra- you know, we, we train. If, if, you're, uh, if your coach is proper and does things proper, you train within whatever your athlete's able to do because mm-hmm. you know them. You should know them inside and out what can what is going to put them over the edge and hurt them physically, like uh, tear something, mm-hmm. to whereas it's going to just hurt their lungs and, and maybe their pride a little bit. But something that we can both connect with is uh, when I look at comparison to other sports like baseball, like you see these kids that are 14, 15 years old that are playing baseball like nine, nine if not 12 months out of the year now, right. especially when it comes to pitchers. I mean, the, I've, I've, I hear stories of like 16-year-olds having Tommy John surgery. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, how much... That, that's a lot of volume, you know, to put that kind of stress on a, on a growing body. I, I think volume is okay. I think there's a huge, 
if you do it improper and you don't listen and and listen, you, first off, your athlete doesn't isn't open to you with how their body actually feels mm-hmm. if they're trying to hide something because they want to work. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the first hang up that you can get. The second is if your coach isn't really in tune with that athlete and can't detect it mm-hmm. how they're moving because when you get connected to athletes. You know, it's how, how they walk, their cadence, mm-hmm. they're kind of grimacing, their their the warm-ups is a little off. Mm-hmm. It, it, the the first part of the workout, they're um it's crushing them when they usually crush it. So that means their bodies are kind of beat down. And then that's when the questions just start coming. But so. then there's always that telltale indication when they're like hunched over and they sort of look at you out of the corner of their eye. <laughs> and you're Please like, come okay, over here. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. What's going on? What was that look? Yeah. yeah. And I think I think volume's okay. I think I think you need to if you want to get better at something. What do you have to do? You have, do a lot of it. What do they say? You, to perfect something, it takes ten thousand hours of doing it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's a lot of CrossFit. If you want to be, you know, I don't think you can ever perfect CrossFit because it's constantly, constantly varied. varied. Yeah. Um, but to as an athlete, you can start protect, or perfecting, especially as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to get those innings in. But at the same time, you there's a lot more rules now yeah, with the pitch counts, with the pitch counts yeah. and, and, and they're starting it younger, which is cool. It's good. Yeah. Um, I think if you get Tommy John at 16, then your coach has really dropped the ball on your mechanics, on the me- mechanics, yeah. overuse, whatever it may mm-hmm. be. And that's, I think that's more dangerous than anything is having a bad coach mm-hmm. that will run you into the ground with zero care about your well being, just to uh, make it to a point. You can go to regionals if you want, but mm-hmm. if you can't function at regionals, what's what's the point? Okay, yeah. I'm going to regionals, but I have to, my biceps torn. Yeah. Well, you ain't going to regionals. No, not at yeah, all. But you qualified. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> One of the things uh, you also kind of mentioned when we were talking and having this conversation is you asked that athlete, "Oh, I did this, but so and so did it uh, two minutes faster than me." Yeah, the comparison. The comparison issue instantly takes away the credit for what they just accomplished. Mm-hmm. It's it's just stupid. I like times. It's accountability type mm-hmm. thing. And people like to see progression. I need it as a measurable for programming. Mm-hmm. I need to see as a gym where we are falling off. If I have if I only have one group that finishes it here and then a majority finishes it way below that time. Mm-hmm. I know I've kind of missed something in programming so I, to pick everybody up because we don't just cater to our top, you know, 5% of the scores. We, I want everybody's scores to continue to go up. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to have your clusters, right? You're going to have, people are going to have your separations on the whiteboard because of fitness level, mm-hmm. mobility, whatever it may be. But if you modify right and appropriately, uh, people who modify their, their time should be get, getting closer to the top RX scores mm-hmm. should be pretty relatively close. So yeah, they look at this and instantly like, well, uh, you did great today as um, as a coach. You did great today. You killed it. I don't know. Uh, they beat me by three minutes. You just, like, what more could you have done? Yeah. Like, you literally finished the last rep, and then I, like, you got sniped. <laughs> you just, you went, <laughs> it just collapsed. <laughs> your legs went out from underneath you, and you were laying there for five minutes wondering why the hell you do CrossFit. Yeah. And then you get up, and then... This is the first words out of your mouth. I give you a congratulations because I watched you give it your all. And now all of a sudden you're caring because someone beat you by three minutes. Yeah. Be happy for what you accomplished. And, and I think that's where Mo's Fran thing came from is it, if he did it in four minutes, I know that it, his four minutes was a proper time and that he, that was his all. So instead of trying to say, oh, 75 pounds, he should be like, yeah, it's, 
seven, or it's four minutes at 75 pounds. And then he can go off that. Because I told him, I said, if he did, if he did Fran once a week for five weeks mm-hmm. at 75 pounds, um, and then he retested, he said he hadn't done RX Fran in a while. If he tested his prescribed Fran, it would automatically not, not I would shoot almost two minutes off of his time, mm-hmm. if not more, because mode train at the proper intensity and then that build up his capacity. And then when he attacks it with 20 more pounds, yeah, it's going to be a little bit longer than the 75, but his capacities went up. So that means his prescribed frame will go down. And we talked about getting tied up with times with these benchmarks. When there are times when, like you just mentioned, it is important to have those times. Like, you know, you sh- if it's a max effort, yeah, I don't want you to do a max effort assault bike and take five minutes. To, to get 12 calories. That's not a max effort. No. <laughs> no. Definitely not a max effort. I mean, unless you're two foot tall. And you, I mean, you're on stilts. But, right, I think there's times to have numbers. Mm-hmm. And then there's times that just... I'm not saying you have to train that way all the time. I was telling Mo, we've done it a, a couple times in here in class. It's been a while since we have. And um, where I've taking, taken a workout and... To shake it up, I have put the watt up, and then there's no time. It's complete, and then everybody gets a check mark. I have a time cap, but they don't know the time cap. Mm-hmm. So everybody's name is a check mark beside it. There's no time, and that is it. it doesn't matter because they don't know what time that person finished. They they just know they they finished the task. It doesn't matter, right? It's I think that's I think it's a cool way to train. You, you mix it up. So the call to action what I was going to do was I was going to tell people to. You know, make a workout up on the whiteboard, do it on the weekend, put something they are really good at, put something they really suck at, and then put something right in the middle of it. Set a rep scheme that you know is going to challenge you mentally and physically, and then don't use a timer and just complete it. And you're going to feel great about yourself because you're going to work on something that you really need to work on, if you're honest with yourself. You're going to do something you really enjoy, and you're going to sandwich it with something in the middle that maybe you're okay at, Mm -hmm. and then you'll be okay. I mean, it'll be fun. And it's a good test, and that's also an opportunity for you to be honest with yourself about your fitness and your abilities. Sometimes looking in that mirror and be like, okay, Mo, um, <laughs> you really suck at bar muscle-ups. Um, now's the time to push that shit. <laughs> right. You're right. And, and I think that's if – if we go back to the beginning of the thing when Mo, we were talking about the workout I did, I knew that if I didn't put that 21 on the end – and I completed the 963, yeah. um, I would have regretted it as a person because I knew I needed to challenge myself. And, you got to throw and, yourself under the bus sometimes. Yeah, and it is being honest with yourself because I could have taken the easy way out. I was by myself, working out by myself. I, no one else did this workout. I just tried to fit one in, and I could have done it. But mm-hmm. like Mo said, you have to look in the mirror and be like, all right. I know that I really don't want to put this 21 on the end, but I know that mentally going back into that bike for the 21 after all that and hitting the 21 cleans again will mentally kind of get to me mm-hmm. and physically hurt a lot more. Yeah, it sounds pretty awful. It, it, you know, it doesn't matter the workout, yeah. right? It, it get, could have been 21 jumping jacks at the very end. Yeah, it, it's just the point of, cha- like most of them, challenge yourself. And be honest with yourself. Look in the mirror and w- put something in there you really suck at. And, and that's the only way you get better at it. You don't get better at something by not, not doing, doing it. it. Yeah. It's not important to compare 
your accomplishments to someone else because they're not you. Right. You know, they might, you might not have the capacity. Like I'm not going to compare myself to a games level athlete. It's just in, in your words, that's stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> Cause I, I don't have the capacity. I don't have the genetic makeup. I don't have the ability to train at their level. And it's just not a reasonable measure of my fitness. Now, can I look at back at my old data and compare myself? You know, probably, depending and, on how old the numbers are. And I think it's something we often, we probably don't do enough. I think a big thing in CrossFit, we always forget where we came from. And it's, what'd you snatch today? Um, you know, whatever. That's awesome. Uh, not really. It's only a five-pound PR. Bro, I remember six months ago, you could barely do, you know, 45 pounds mm-hmm. because of shoulder mobility, flexibility, and, you know, mobility. And it's, I don't, they forget that mm-hmm. because now they're snatching, say, 75 pounds and everybody else is hitting triple digit snatches in here. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, that's a big deal because your technique got better, your overhead positioning got better, you're catching the bar better. And now we build off that. And they forget what it was just six months ago. They could barely yeah. do a barbell. And there's few regrets I have in, in within CrossFit, but one of the things I do regret is not writing down my Tracking. numbers when I first started because no one ever explained to me the importance of that. It wasn't part of the culture I was in. Mm-hmm. But looking back on it now, to have had that that data and be able to see where I've come. I mean, I have an idea. But there is some satisfaction, some uh, intrinsic fulfillment when you look back at where you came from. You're like, man, I'm literally back squatting twice as much as when I first started. Mm-hmm. You know, those, those things help emotionally and, and help you refocus sometimes when you're in those ruts. And you're looking, you're like, oh, well, I'm not able to do X, Y, and Z. Well, look at where you came from. It, it, it just, it, it, it basically, it's telling you to shut the hell up. <laughs> Stop being a little bitch. You know, it's just, it is. It's, I think that's what it, 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 it we need that. We need to be held in check. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll talk from a competitive standpoint. So when I'm out of shape and, and people are like, oh, you're not out of shape. Like I'm out of shape compared to what I'm used to being mm-hmm. in. Right. So yes, I can still do things and I can still work out and I can still do okay. You can take that on the competitive side. It, that's very hard because, you know, you see your, your crew killing it that mm-hmm. you know we do coming around sundays whatever and you've definitely lost a step because they're burying the they're like they're walking around after the workout and like i'm looking for like i can't even get comfortable and so just I, r- writhing in pain rolling right and rolling around on the ground and i'm like man i'm that bad and i think that's that's really hard as a competitor it's very hard to let that go because I'm not one that we're like, I'll go off a five-year-old PR. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Someone would be like, what's your, what, um, <laughs> so we'll be talking. I PR by snatch by, by 500%. <laughs> right. Well, I'm saying like, if you talk, you, you ask someone and you're talking about, and they said they're the friend time is like two minutes. And I'm like, when's the last time you checked that? Cause I just watched you work out and. Oh, that was five years ago. <laughs> That's not your friend time. <laughs> Maybe it was your best. So I think it's, you can, you know, we're, we're pretty good in here where we make sure we get current maxes because it, maybe you went through, like Jenna went through a hip and she didn't mm-hmm. squat for, you know, several months. And now she, you know, we, tra- uh, we changed a couple things to get her a squat stance a little bit differently mm-hmm. to 
become less quad low to get hams and the glutes more involved because she's underdeveloped in that area, which is why her quads are like 5,000 like <laughs> inches wide. And, um, we, um, love, we love you, Jenny. But I think that when you, sometimes you have to take that step back and we need a current max and her current max is not even close to what her old max was, mm-hmm. but her current max will crush what her old max was because she hit her limit to where it was an injury. Kind of like a, a retraining, a redevelopment of the new mm-hmm. of the new version of her. And you got to sometimes take that pill and swallow that pride a little bit mm-hmm. as much as it hurts because now everybody's, uh, um, you're, you know, you're not the big fish in that, mm-hmm. in that area anymore. And not that, that she cared or people should care, but it, it still kind of stabs you mm-hmm. like right in the, right in the gut. And you're like, dang, they're pretty close to me. And it's just, they, they're only, you know, they just started like, a year ago. Yeah, and that goes back to our uh, training through injury episode where I talked about when I tore my MCL and it was emotionally challenging that my numbers were not nearly the same mm-hmm. like with all, all my squatting motions and it took me about a good year to get back to a point where I felt comfortable. I mean, there's still times today that I still feel pain and this was three years ago, but getting past that and swallowing my pride right, and being humble about where I was in my training again it, it took me, I had to look in the mirror and, and tell myself to just shut the hell up. And, and, and that's what I've had to do recently yeah. is to, for me to be out of shape and know that I'm not where I want to be. Me, when I go through my little, I give myself usually if when I get really kind of bogged down, I'll give myself one day to feel bad about whatever yeah. it is. And then I'm just like, okay, that's it. That's enough. Mm-hmm. Or a couple hours. It's my little pity party, but that's just me. That's me time. <laughs> I don't let anybody else in that. And um, is that when you go through a gallon of Hagen Dazs, bro? Right. <laughs> um, a gallon is a serving. Right. It is a serving. <laughs> and um, I think once I get through that, then you have to. Then I had, I had to be real to myself. Like, okay, you know, it, if I'm going to do this, I got to. I got to back off what I used to do as far as the capacity of a in, a in my capacity in a workout so if we're supposed to do x amount of calories on a bike per round i know that i can't hold on to that and keep my integrity of the workout up so i know i may have to trim it back mm-hmm. and modify it that's okay and once you get past that and then you take that step back and start you know training at your current fitness capacity. level and your current capacity, then your capacity will continue to go up. And it's taken me a long time. Uh, I've been in a horrible rut just probably the last, I don't know how many months, and it's been tough. And so it's been cool getting back into it. Mm-hmm. So, Getting yeah. back to that old version of you. Yeah. So why is this important to, to remember that it's about that, that guy or girl in the mirror and not about what's on the whiteboard? Why, why does that matter? It goes to the topic. It's all about you. Who are you doing this for? Are you doing this to police someone else when they ask you what your Fran time is? <laughs> I'm serious. Like, am I, am I really training to get really good at Fran? So when someone asks me, I can have a really sweet answer. Cause no, they're like, Oh, I don't want to say 10 minutes. You know, it's just dumb. And, and I say stupid a lot because a lot of things that we we do is really stupid. I mean, it's our, our minds are way away from what we, it should be is. And that is we're bettering ourselves every day. We're getting fitter every day that we step in here. We're not at home. Mm-hmm. We're not obese. We're trying to fight and get off. Some people are trying to fight and get off uh, blood pressure Their meds. Yeah. They're trying to get, you know, trying to fight diet, the beginning stages of diabetes. They're, they're trying to take these things that are irreversible mm-hmm. and reverse them 
before they become irreversible. Yeah. And we take that away from ourselves. And it is all about you. I, I train for me and I, I do competitions because it keeps me motivated and it gives me something to train for. Mm-hmm. And it allows me to continue to test the programming I want to bring to the table um, because I have to feel what it's like. And if, if I'm super out of shape, it's... I may get a false read on it, mm-hmm. okay? And I've been, I've been in there. I've been there where I don't think I'm in good enough shape, and then I'll have someone that I know can handle it, mm-hmm. do it. That way I can get a true reading. But I do it for me. In the room, honestly, it's, and Mo should do it for him. He's not doing this to please anybody else. And it doesn't matter what people think of me, honestly. We just talked about the, the body image mm-hmm. and the body shaming and all that crap that goes with it, like, you're in the gym busting your butt for you. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not doing it so everybody, and you shouldn't, I can't say you ain't, yeah. you shouldn't be doing it to please anybody else but yourself. And when you talk about people getting in the gym and they're working hard, one of the things I often tell my athletes was when I see them get into that, when they're starting to hit the wall and you kind of can see like they want to give up. I usually, if they're on the ground, like I'll kneel down by them. I'm like, getting your ass here to the gym was the hardest part. Just mm-hmm. finish the workout. You gotta give them that crumb, man. Yeah. Sometimes, we're, <laughs> sometimes we're clinging on by by one fingertip, and we're yeah. like, we got half of our bodies in the depths of hell, and we got one fingertip hanging onto earth. And sometimes your trainers will come by and give you that little that little pull on that, that finger, to get, push, yeah, 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 and get you back up to reality. And that is that we're here to better ourselves. We're here to become more fit, and that our numbers are cool. And I think that PRing is awesome. And I think that. When we do well and we feel better by ourselves when we progress, but if you get to the grassroots of the reality of it, we're here to make ourselves better every day. Mm-hmm. That's all it should matter. It yeah. doesn't matter your friend time because my friend time still hurts. Mm-hmm. We can talk about how much Fran sucks, yeah, and we can talk about how much Murph sucks, and mm-hmm. we can talk about this and that. That's the relation, and scrap the times. Uh, use that for um, uh, training purposes, as in taking things to the next level. times are cool but if you want to get really detailed into it there's certain times like we said you have to have times we have to have measurables on a daily basis because I need to know if your fitness is falling off because we're training for something Mm -hmm. so that's totally different than what we should do in here every day yeah so bringing this episode to a close Brody our call to action this week we guys already know it. <laughs> Design a workout. Make it at three yeah. three elements. One thing you're really good at, one thing, and that you enjoy. One thing that you really suck at and don't enjoy, right? <laughs> and then just put something, something in the middle that kind of offsets the two. And set a, a rep scheme or mm-hmm. an AMRAP or a time, whatever it is. Um, no, you can't do an AMRAP. <laughs> so you're going you're gonna to set these these elements up pick a rep scheme and just do it just and, finish it and just yeah. finish it and that's it give it your all okay mm-hmm. it doesn't matter it doesn't have someone do it with you it doesn't matter if they beat you or not you don't know their time mm-hmm. okay or do it by yourself you're going to get more satisfaction out of that i promise you especially if you do it by yourself that you'll feel pretty good about your your end result i did this and yeah. i i accomplished i attacked something that i'm really weak at and I got to enjoy the aspect of the things I'm really, I really enjoy to do in it. Celebrate the things you're good at and embrace the things you're not so good at. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. All right. That brings this week's episode to a close. Uh, again, please hit that subscribe button. Keep sending us those comments and those DMs. We love to read all that stuff. And we do read all of them. Yep. And uh, share them with each yeah, other. And we share them with each other. We don't uh, 
shared outside the family because it's we, we we take that as personal. We mm-hmm. we really take pride in a lot of that. So brings this week's episode to a close. Send us what you did. Oh yeah, send us what you did. Yeah, yeah send us the workout what you and did. Maybe, ooh, and, I don't know if I want to try with the. Yeah, I'll do. I'll let's do it. Damn it, me and Mo will. Okay, hold, okay, hold, yeah. So send us what you did. We'll put them in a in a hat and we'll draw we'll, one. We'll draw one. Don't make some weird shit up. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't be like you did. Don't, don't, don't tell us to go to tell, Fat Bob. Yeah, and, <laughs> and push it down the parking lot. Don't tell us you did triple Murph, okay? Because <laughs> I'm not going to believe you. And if you did it, then I mean, we're pro- we might draw it and we be like, we didn't draw it. Like, <laughs> no, we'll do it and we'll we'll do yeah. a live video of it. Yeah, and then I don't uh, want to do live. I just I want to do the time lapse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll. <laughs> We'll do a live video when we draw the uh, the workout out, okay. and we'll say whose it is. Yeah, and then and we'll then, come in here. And, and we'll me, do a, me and Mo will hammer it out, and then. But don't make some weird stuff. I'm telling you, we'll, I'll know if you made some stuff up if you did it or not. I, don't send me no like games triple triple three. Yeah, so team mayhem. Don't be coming up with no crazy stuff is over there from Germany. No, it's mayhem. Oh, that's right. It's you a got, ham that you eat in May. You got bear slapped. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> All right, we're out of here, guys. Later. Thank you for listening to the One More Rip podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rip Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. Sounds so magical with the birds chirping in the background. <laughs> I didn't hear the damn birds when I was on that last 21 calories. <laughs> huh? Yeah, well, the call to action, we do it at the end. We're going to do it right now. No, that's how I got. You got me messed up, man. So Mo always has a. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, um, when you asked me the question, and I started and I started making oh. qualified statements. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. Go. <laughs> Welcome to the One More Rep podcast, where we take it beyond the barrel. Yeah. <clears throat> I ain't been drinking. No, just O two.